It's starting. We're, We're starting off hot. There was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can Now, do, all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, no, not even. Where, where, give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com slash Wolfproof Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would trust a human to raise a pack of wolves. <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear you. That was muted. Who's muted? There it is. There we go. Yo, 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 what up, fools? Welcome to another edition of Two Fools Agree, as always. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. <laughs> That's me. I don't know what is going I'm on here. with it, man. I didn't change any settings between last time and this time. Like, yes, I was looking at settings, but I didn't change anything. Uh, we all know what happens when nosy motherfuckers get to looking at shit. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Something's gonna happen You're whether wrong. you like it or not. Alright, well. At least we, welcome uh, to episode 120 of Do Fools Agree. <laughs> How was your week, What sir? episode is this? 120. Hit the showers past us up a while ago, I think. Yeah, we at one fifty five, I believe. But my week was all right. I mean, did you have to work today? Were you guys open? Listen, I didn't even know it was a holiday. You hear what I'm saying? All right, I got you. Had had no idea, idea it was until I looked down at the internet and was like, "Oh, it's better." <laughs> I tell you what, this is the uh, this is the first year we've gotten it, so. I was I actually didn't realize it was a holiday until yesterday when like three people said enjoy your long weekend. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. <laughs> See, when people say sh- shit like that to me, it just ruins my day because it's like, <laughs> damn, I work tomorrow. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm glad nobody got got off on me like that, right? Because then it probably would have fucked the end of my weekend. <laughs> But I just toughed through it like a champ, not knowing at all what was really going on. I so mean, they got one. They got one on you, then. <laughs> Listen, they got one. But appreciation to all the veterans out there. Amen. And all the active uh, live members of the military. 
So Veterans Day is for the ones that made it. Memorial Day is for the ones that didn't, right? That's how that works. Is that I listen? You telling me something, baby? Because I don't know <laughs> nothing about it. That's why Memorial Day everybody gets off, but Veterans Day now nah, we still need them to work. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Okay. Shit, they probably still working the way shit going no nowadays. Doubt. No doubt. Shout out to my favorite veteran, Mr. Carl Frederick Covington the Third. Oh, it's good, G. He and I, uh, we traded this fucking TikTok message the other or a couple weeks back. This is white dude that looked like me. Nice big beard. He gets up to the camera. He's like, come here, come here. I got to tell you something. I want to marry a straight man. <laughs> I saw That's that. That's right. That's right. I want to marry a straight man. Guess what? Guess what? We don't have to do anything. You can, you can fuck whoever you want. That's cool. Doesn't bother me. I'll do the cooking. You do the cleaning or, or guess what? We got money. We'll fucking hire somebody to do this <laughs> shit for us. Guess what? Guess what? Because we can. <laughs> but I, I do the grass, you do the weeding, or or guess what? We're two we're two straight men in America. We'll pay somebody to cut our grass and mow and <laughs> cut weed it for us. <laughs> he, he goes just off. Took it there. He goes off for like fifteen minutes on this shit. I see that shit. And it I'm is just dying. Funny. <laughs> I'm like, definitely he's got a point. I kind of want to, I kind of want to build a compound now. <laughs> Two master bedrooms. We could build, we could buy one with one and just build the other one. Or, or, or guess what? Work. We could pay somebody to build it for us. Cause you know what? We got money. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. yeah, no, no. I'm no. trying to find a fault in his logic and I'm not finding it. I just want the benefits of it. <laughs> Two income. The fault in the logic is that easy going, and this is going to offend a lot of women. <laughs> but it's the truth, though. That easy going. They were just talking about this on another podcast, like how how random dudes can just meet each other and get along for an extended period of time. But women in the whole <laughs> the joke on the podcast was they were like well what about the WNBA and they were saying well the distraction of basketball is keeping them from from hating each other you know pulling hair getting in fights and throwing drinks I mean talk to any any school administrator any inner city teacher it's not the boys you worry about at school that's girl, what I'm saying. Because girls listen, do not give so, a fuck. <laughs> so if you have that perfect situation, a two straight male relationship, right? Really, all you are roommates at that point, right? Now, once you we could do choose, a civil partnership though and get the benefits. Now, here's where it gets married, filing right? jointly, baby. <laughs> once you choose to start entering the women that you like. Into That's where you fuck it up. <laughs> That's where the whole situation goes awry because she can't stay here and she stays here both at the same time. Oh yeah, they'll hate with, each other. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not <laughs> that that won't work out for anybody. Right. All right. So then you don't bring women back to the place. You only fuck them at their place. <laughs> and then this is our sanctuary. <laughs> 
Maybe once I mean, in a while we do a barbecue. <laughs> I mean, that's where, that's where shit gets weird for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's where we... That's where the line gets crossed. <laughs> right there. The line stepper. <laughs> right there, right at that moment where it's like not bringing any females home and this is just us here. Well, you know what? I if mean, we, I get but it. But if we have... It. But if it's a compound, right? And I'm thinking like basically building a multifamily <laughs> home where like they don't have to interact. And then when they leave, we still chill. <laughs> nah, because then there's you a get theater right room, to... there's a theater room in between the two apartments. <laughs> nah, because then you get right back into the you spend more time with your boys than you do me situation. Well, you know what? <laughs> you're right you're right and how do you explain this situation to her <laughs> you feel what i'm saying like it's a whole well, guess what whole guess what mess. i tell you what once a woman doesn't think you're getting a she's getting a ring out of you you can have some much more frank conversations <laughs> Like, That's another lie. I'm only gonna see, <laughs> like I'm only going to see you once a week, the same as I see these other women <laughs> once a week. Yeah, I mean, all I can say is, <laughs> cheers to each to your own. You know, if it if it sounds like a great idea, to anybody out there, <laughs> hop on it. Be the litmus test. So that was that was that was inadvertent thought number one off of our veterans <laughs> salute to veterans. <laughs> that's a that's a that's an inadvertent, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Superfan in the chat coming back. <laughs> Women have been saying for years I just need a wife. You know what? I don't need a wife. I need a second income that can help me pay for the shit that I want. <laughs> Like someone to cook and clean. <laughs> I don't need Listen, a wife. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that that same situation works though. No, I don't think it does. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that that same situation works in reverse. And it's a lot of women with wives that get beat. <laughs> so it's not like that was the, you know, genius thing to decide. That's true. He didn't eliminate anything. Well, and you know what? I tell I talk about this all the time. I went to an all boys Catholic school. Right? Guess what you don't have at an all boys Catholic school? You don't have cliques. You don't have drama. Because you know who's at the center of cliques and the center of drama? Women. <laughs> I mean, I can't, you know, I can't really speak to that. I don't, I don't, but I mean, that's your lived experience. Right. I mean, I just know. And I'm not saying all women. I am saying the ones that clicks form around. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I don't even know if that, that applies. Because I was about to say. I remember like barber school was a predominantly male situation. 
And there were clicks? Not really no, clicks. No, there weren't. Yeah, because not really clicks. They were just form around women. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call it a click, but I was just trying to remember. Like, I do remember a couple times where there were some issues, but I mean, I don't know. That's that's hard to. I don't think that's a, that. I don't think that that would can't, apply can't, anyway because while it. it was predominantly male, there were still women. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> but I don't think that the 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 situations that I recall started because of women, unless it it was a uh, a chest puffing contest yeah. because women were you know Around. there. But it didn't. It didn't. That's like, true. It's not always women's fault. Sometimes we fight wars just to fight wars and use the women as the excuse. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that statement as well. I also think that sometimes we're a lot more willing to take things farther when there is a woman there. Yeah. Not necessarily take it farther, but I'll well, put it's up almost with less. A, it's it's an almost a need to prove. More. Right, cuz you cuz you're not about to make me look weaker than well and that's biological right like right the ones that show dominance are the ones that got the mate <laughs> right now then that's that's to the the point i guess because i've also seen a lot of situations get talked out without one yeah. without any you know women around True. But once you get the pushing and it's women around you can almost guarantee See, that it's going to go beyond go that blows yeah I agree with that statement. But I'm not saying that to say that, you know, they're the problem. That was That's a deep invert when you think about it, ain't it? That is a deep invert. <laughs> Man. Nah, it's just a mixture. It's just a mixture in the situation. It is. It's amazing how people say when they, you know, hit it off with the person that they, they you know, truly believe they love that it's fireworks yeah it's crazy that they call it chemistry right because it is that it's we're we're like a uh uh one of those situations where i didn't want to say oil and water because that separates right yeah but we are there's a chemical reaction with a male and a female like when you put it when you put whatever that is that sodium dioxide in that beaker and that shit explodes out the top that's because you put those two chemicals together and there was a reaction there yeah now i'm not saying you can't get the same thing from same sex or multiple sexes but there's a certain reaction that comes with male and female whether that be good or bad you know what i mean yeah so i don't i mean I don't know. Listen, I don't know, but I don't think I could succumb to the <laughs> like, like, like no women at the house. Like, but I, I get it though, because that could ruin the situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't know. You got nothing. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, so the other inadvertent I had. 
Oh, he coming I got, with two. I got this two. Rapid I got fire. two this week. That's because I haven't had any. Uh, <laughs> had the almost shocking realization, although it shouldn't be shocking. Watching my son play games and then actually playing myself. So playing Minecraft, right? Right. A lot of Minecraft is doing pointless shit until you like strike dirt and you find what you're looking for. Right. And I immediately, like, it hit me today because I was off, and I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything, and I need something mindless to do, so I was playing it. Right. And I hit hit diamond. I found diamonds, which that's, like, the big resource that you're always looking for. Yeah. And it hit me, like, playing the slots. And hear me out. You do this mindless activity, basically just keep drilling into the earth and looking for shit. And then every once in a while, you find what you're looking for. And right. They give you the sound effects and everything. And I'm like, this is just like playing the slots. And now it's starting to make sense to me why, like, I can't pull Andrew away from video games sometimes. Like, between Roblox and Minecraft, I'm like, these are all fucking... And it's gamification, which is, you know, uh, task reward. That's what those things are based on. Right. But, like... It hit me today while I was playing. I'm like, no, this is just like playing the slots, except there's less stakes. <laughs> it's the same amount of time suck, same amount of like mindless activity, all to just get that like one little rush of, oh, I found what I'm looking for. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Or maybe that's just your perspective. Maybe. Because, you know, like, you have to understand as well, we don't hold a child's mind anymore. That's true. You know, they they could be viewing that world from a completely different perspective. They could get a kick out of building little mind roller coasters and, and towers and forts while they're, you know. And you know what? That's actually a good point. Because when we, when he and I play, like, I end up being the one, like, resource gathering. Which is that gamification mechanic. Because you, you need a purpose. Right. I need a purpose. And I can't do like the mindless. I can't do. I shouldn't say mindless. I can't do the creative aspect of it. Like it just frustrates me. Right. So that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I so think what the I kids see in it, viewing it from a different else. world. Yeah. No, we would need point. something to do. And I would think the same way you do. Like, well, what are we doing here? Right. What, I played it with my, my nephews before here? and all that. And it's <laughs> like. And they'd be like, hold up, Uncle Cliff, let's just wait. Give me a second. I'm trying to, and I'm just standing there looking around like, what's he, <laughs> what am what's I, he building? What's he I doing? Gotta, then I when gotta, I get the idea, I'm like, okay, let me help out a little bit. Yeah. But I didn't know that you needed to dig to get shit. Nobody ever explained <laughs> to me. I didn't get the tutorial. <laughs> so I'm just here to look, just look blocky around. and stupid with you. <laughs> <laughs> whole game based off of pixels oh yeah no the the thing that i originally used to say about minecraft and it's probably true for kids like it's it's a digital version of legos yeah you did say that and you i agree with that as well and you can build shit and i do Legos agree with are that tactile. as well like you can make a move like once it's set down in minecraft it's just there <laughs> I promote anything that gives you some sort of problem-solving skills. I agree with that. 
And I don't think that those are something that you learn from a book or in school. No. Like, don't get me wrong. They teach you like that's the that's the basis of what they're trying to trying teach to you the whole way yeah. through is how to figure out Here a problem. The tools to figure out a problem, right? Right. But hands on is always best. I agree. And even if those hands are virtual. Right, right. Like he right. was showing me this app for like his classroom today that it was, and I should know the technical term, but it was basically like geometric drawing where you draw something on one side of the screen and it mirrors it on the other and like the whole design comes together or whatever. And I'm like watching him. We're doing that in, in that. his class. Yeah. And he's, they've got uh Chromebooks that they get to take home or whatever. So right. Right. To me. And just watching his, like, thought process go through the stuff, I'm like, all right, I was worried about this kid's imagination, and I'm feeling less less worried about it now. Why would you be worried about his imagination? Because he always has to be on something. You know what I mean? Like, he's always got to be on a device. Like, if I try to get him to go do Legos or draw or something, like, he fights me on it. And, like, but then seeing that I today, see. I was like, okay, all right, he can he can still play he's just looking for a way to visualize what he's playing and i think you and i've had that talk before around that like it's not the same world that we grew up right. in so it's not gonna That's look the, way the same the world. in terms of creativity and that kind of stuff i wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't something genetically coded in us from how much we're on the phones and all that that we pass down to our kids because when i tell you karma was <laughs> just turning a year old and she knew how to work the iPad oh, yeah. and go to YouTube or fruit ninja or whatever it was. She knew how to put the code in. She knew how to scroll through the apps till she found hers. She, and she knew how to go through the videos yep. and pick. I said, now that that's insanity. That has to be something that, and I'm not saying that I didn't think my baby was smart, but, that's just something that must be baked in from all of the usage that we've done over the years. So I can't imagine how our kids' kids oh, yeah. are going to be when it comes to technology. Yeah. Which actually is a good segue into my inadvertent thought, right? Okay. I like it. Because I'll say it is crazy to me how ignorant the wealthy would be okay so we'll say wealthy because and we've we've had a brief conversation about it before right but i heard a podcast again today not maybe not today but this week and they were talking about the what they believe the futures to be of the metaverse and virtual reality and all that and I, the one thing that they, and we said this before, but the one thing that they said that just blew my mind is that they believe once the technology gets better, the device isn't going to be so, you know, like big clunky, like all that. You'll be able to throw it on, work, work from it, do all that. And I can't help but think like you are fucking delusional. You're fucking delusional if you think that you expect somebody to be on a subway train 
and throw on their new and improved slim goggles <laughs> and start typing up some shit while everything is going on around them. I don't know, man. Have you seen the... I'm going to call them trailers, but they're marketing materials for the MetaQuest Pro. No, I don't know nothing about it. So Oculus, now owned by Facebook or Meta, the parent company of Facebook, the MetaQuest, so the Oculus Quest, the one that we have, it right. just released a new version. It's fucking expensive. That's going to be the biggest thing, but eventually the, those costs will continue to come down. But right. what it does is it actually has a mixed reality mode. Meaning where you can see it's basically like a heads up display at that point where you are overlaying a digital world on top of a physical world. So you can see everything around you. There are there are modes in it where you can see everything around you, but then you have the dig I mean you can kind of do that in the Oculus like when you set your boundary or whatever. Oh, yeah, and you can see through it, and it'll show you where you are. Listen, y'all motherfuckers gonna get fucked up. That's what <laughs> I just y'all are cooking. You say that, and then, but but the thing is, is once it hits a point where cell phones have hit, because remember, people would have said the exact same shit about cell phones 20 years ago. Let me explain why y'all are gonna get fucked up. Because if you remember, or what fuck remembering... Cell phones aren't as readily available to everybody as people may think, right? What? 15 years ago, they came out with Obama phones. These motherfuckers still can't be YouTubers and influencers on that shit. That <laughs> shit will go out. It's still motherfuckers walking around with flip Obama phones. You hear what I'm saying? So why everybody talking like, it'll be as convenient as a cell phone. Like, yeah, it's still a lot of motherfuckers that can't afford them. And we can trust and believe the government-issued joints aren't going to be the same as the joints y'all have. Which means that when y'all are out there in public in y'all's Oculus doing y'all's thing in y'all's world, is somebody else judging that like a chain on your neck. And we already know how crazy the world is. I can only imagine where it's going because I don't see them doing anything about prices on anything anytime soon. True. So motherfuckers is going to be looking at the person who pulls their Oculus out, and as soon as they put that snap and bring it down over their face, you're going to have a lot of people getting fucked up out here. <laughs> I mean, I don't, still, I don't. Let me see an Obama iPhone. Show me one. <laughs> I don't, I don't disagree up to an extent. I think you will hit a point where people will get fucked up over it and then it will continue to grow until it is, again, I go back to as ubiquitous as cell phones. People are more likely to own a cell phone than they are a house. Right. You feel me? Right. People are more likely to own a phone than a car. Right. So you think the homeless is going to be on the street with a Oculus? They might be. I mean, shit. How she gonna deal with being dealing with being homeless? Cold as shit, wrapped up in three layers, wrapped up in three, exactly on a beach. (laughs) (laughs) These motherfuckers are crazy. They're crazy, I tell you. They're crazy. I don't know, man. I don't think it's that far off. I think it's ten years out. And watch what, and watch what happens. 
And if we are still oh, no, doing the show, think, Joe Rogan, think, in 10 I, years. I think five, six years from now, you'll see people getting fucked up over it. And then five, six years after that, it'll be close to ubiquitous. And guess what? It's not going to look like an Oculus headset. It's going to look like these. That's how small the technology is going to be. And they're going to look like a pair of glasses. And where you see like a reflection on my glasses right now, that's going to be the screen. And with the screen, you can have it less than an inch wide. And that close to your eyes, it's going to look full screen, but you're still going to be able to see around you. That's an interesting take. I mean, you got to remember, Google Glass came out 10 years ago. And they were like this. They but just, that was just they, like... But I understand. It was just like web browser or like your phone. In the, but it, in wasn't, the, it wasn't that far off. And you combine those two technologies... You're going to be wearing the uh, this Google Glass or your your virtual world is going to be powered off of this in your pocket. And it's going to be a Bluetooth connection. Or some other wireless connection. I don't know if that... I mean, it could. I mean, the hardware inside of an Oculus... It could, it could make you safer. I don't know. The hardware, the hardware inside of an Oculus isn't that big. Oh, I'm sure. Like the the weight of the in fact the 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 new one the pro, like it's I think half as thick something like that. And guess what? Oh, really? That is that's technology though. Technology every I think it's Moore's law every five years or seven years this processing speed doubles, but the device size shrinks in half. Uh huh. You got to remember, like, when we were growing up, and I remember this, my dad's office at at the state, working as an architect, their fucking tape drive computers were from here to here. And that was in the early 90s. Now almost everything you could do that he was doing back then, I could do on something this small. All right. That's we'll see. Thirty years ago, we'll see. I don't trust motherfuckers, and I definitely don't trust these <laughs> delusional motherfuckers. <laughs> you think the last thing they worried about is safety? Oh, they don't give two shits about safety. Yeah, just uh, beware. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I know we say you're not gonna catch game. me outside wearing it. <laughs> I know you say it with the video game all the time. You never buy the first go round. <laughs> no. This is going to be you don't buy the third go round. You may <laughs> want to hold off to the fifth go round. Yeah, wait till those patches are all. <laughs> Listen till you figure out what's going on there. Because I guarantee if you show a motherfucker you got it, they're going to want some. Oh, no doubt. But yeah, that was my that was my in it, Bert. All right, all right. What we got? What we got on the table for the evening? So the title of the episode is "Foolish Combinations." Foolish combinations. I think we can do a lot with that, though. I do too, and that's why I kind of broadened it. But this sparked off of my. Yeah, that's where I, w- I want to hear more of that. My alma mater, the Tartans of Carnegie Mellon. 
the robots. The robots that play football. <laughs> Carnegie Mellon has the longest active win streak in all of college football right now. They like, need to have y'all oil tested. At like 16 games. Because they need they to won, have y'all oil tested. They won seven last year with Coach Lackner, my coach's final season. They won the last seven last year. And they've won nine this year. And so the nerds are having their revenge. And Carnegie has a chance to go 10-0 and this season, which would approach closing in on the record that my team holds right now in the Hall of Fame over at CMU, which is 11-0 and and finishing the season 11-1. and Carnegie, the current Tartans are, are approaching that milestone. Although mm. we were ranked. I don't think they're ranked. But they win this weekend against Case Western. They'll finish the season 10-0. They're not guaranteed a playoff spot, but they should get one. Anybody that finishes is undefeated. I don't care. The division should make the playoffs. Wait, did they cut the season down two games? No. <laughs> so Carnegie Division Three always finishes like the second or the second week of November, and then okay. The play- so you say when they you have, finish your season eleven and one, you're including playoff include victories the, the and playoff losses as win. well. Yep. Okay, I follow. Yep. And so they, uh, like I said, they should make the NCAAs and have the opportunity to meet or beat. Now, I want them to beat Case, and I want them to get, I want them to lose in the first round of the playoffs so that we. (laughs) But I will not be mad if they make it to eleven and zero. I will only be mad if they make it to twelve and (laughs) zero. You better stop talking about them because they tap into your mainframe and control all, delete all your programs. But you shut down live on camera. That was the uh, that was the genesis of the the uh, the topic for tonight was a school you would not expect, a school whose only real claim to fame in football is the fact that we beat Notre Dame in like 1936. <laughs> is that what that is? And listen. Well, where'd you get combos off of that? Well, because it's a nerd school not known for football. Oh, I, okay. I guess in. I see where you're saying. So I thought foolish this motherfucker com- was foolish combinations for a second. <laughs> foolish, co- foolish combinations. And that was really kind of where we started off in our chat. Like you and I talking earlier today was things that kind of unexpectedly worked. So the other one that I kind of looked at was like people who have like transitioned careers later in life and like ended up widely successful. And I didn't want to do it. Interesting. And it's a little harder to look at that because a lot of the times it's somebody in the sports world who like switches sports, right? Oh, necessarily. Yeah, that's a good one to place. But I've, the first thing that when you said that, the first one that pops into my mind is, uh, Will Smith. Yeah. The rapper actor transition was so seamless. You almost look at him more as a, a actor than a rapper. I agree with that. I think that's a good example. And that's kind of the same way with like Jamie Foxx, right? Like, yeah, I don't Jamie Foxx is just, he's uh, uh But entertainers are another one that it's like, eh, okay. 
Right, because you get into the the I guess it's a combination, right? Because if you're whether you become an actor or a singer or whatever the case may be, chances are you were in theater when you were a child. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And in theater you did do acting, but you also they also had you singing in there. So the combination, you know, with that isn't so impressive in my opinion like the i agree the the singer actor because you did i guarantee you did both most of your life yep that's the where only I, that's where difference I like... is that's a stand-up comedian as well that's a. but i'm sure you did monologues right right if you took any kind of acting classes right like yeah so that's not as impressive to me as rapper actor but athletics I think that's a little different as well. I put that high up there also because if you're great enough to go pro in two different sports, that means half of the time you were sacrificing the ability to train at the other. Yep. No, completely agree with that. But it does make you wonder, like, if you had fully dedicated yourself, would you have been even better in that in one of the two? You know what I mean? That's the coach's question, but it's a good one. Right. It's a good one. Now, the ones that I like the most are the crossover athlete to actor. Okay, uh give me give me give me an example. Terry Crews. Terry Crews, right. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, yeah, the Rock being the other big one. Like that to yep. me is impressive. Now the rock's a little different, like because of pro wrestling, wrestling, which is acting. Like there's a lot right. of acting in it, but I think what you overacting, see, right? Well, but that's what it is. That's what it's designed to be. And what I like about him is that I think it was almost as much like carryover of his persona as it is like he just carried over his work ethic. Because I don't think there is anybody harder working than Dwayne the Rock Johnson in showbiz right now. Like, dude, and you and Maybe I both in general you, though. You and I have both talked about like there's a little bit too much saturation and like I don't want to see him anymore, but he, he puts in the work now. Do I feel like he's the same character in every movie? Yes, I do. <laughs> he is. Although I will say I did go see Black Adam this past weekend. That's the new DC joint. Uh -huh. He's basically the uh, call it the ethnic Shazam. <laughs> mm. But it's darker too, ain't it? It is. It is much darker, and it was actually weird that it was so dark because I've gotten used to seeing The Rock in like comedic roles, and while there are like little things that are funny about it, it's not. There's not humor in it. Right. Like it is a pretty straightforward and brutal kind of story. And that's not to say that there aren't like jokes from other characters in it, but he is like stone cold the entire time. Pardon the pun. He is like he does not he doesn't have any comedic elements to him, really. Right, right. Now, there are points where he is fucking people I wish up. His face had a sound effect. What? <laughs> that face. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> but the only like funny elements with him are like how much he fucks people up. Like he just tosses people. 
<laughs> just throws him. Kind of feels like Hancock. <laughs> the way he just tosses guys. I'm dying. I saw you all right. <laughs> oh, man. Wrong fight. All right, I'll give Cliff a minute. So I'll talk about Black Adam. So overall, decent movie. Felt like The Rock <laughs> kind of went back to, I don't know. Black Adam to me felt like the mummy that The Rock was in. And I'm not talking the Scorpion King where he was the main character. I'm talking about like just kind of like the hulking bad guy. So it was interesting. I mean, first one in a while. I'm actually more interested in seeing Black Panther 2 or Wakanda Forever. I'm curious to see, you know, the trailers for that one seem to harken back to like the fact that Chadwick had passed. Right, right. And so, like, they're mourning T'Challa, but you know they're really mourning Chadwick, and I think that could be interesting. Yeah, I I, I, I would like, I guess I would like to see what that Black Adam is about, just for the simple fact that I'm not, you know how it is, I'm not big on superheroes kind of shit. Yeah. So I like it when it goes a little... A little darker. Overboard, yeah. And it's it's interesting. Did you see Thor Love and Thunder? Probably no. not because it's on Disney Plus and you refuse to get it. Um, <laughs> Can't back, support the Nazis. The backstory for the villain in Thor Love and Thunder is actually pretty comparable to Black Adam. Like it is a oh, haunted, really? it is a haunted past kind of thing. Yeah. <sighs> And that's a twist at the end of the movie, so I won't go into it too much. But yeah, I get into shit like that. But yeah, so that was good. Um, but circling back to the unlikely combos, I mean, like I said, an athlete crossing over <laughs> to acting or crossing over to another profession is big to me. I mean, honestly, when when Ooh. entertainers in general become I guess more business folks or, you know, uh, moguls and that kind of thing. Like everything that Jay-Z is involved in right now, like becoming a sports team owner, That's doing a lot of the stuff that he's doing, like not to mention, you know, his, you know, B's got her own stuff too. Yeah, no, that's an interesting one to throw out there. Cause that might be, nah. You think he's gonna buy the? Is it? Is he in talks to buy the Commanders? I guess he's supposed to be trying to put a team together to buy him. Gotcha. So need more black owners. <laughs> is there one? Like I said, need more black owners. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get? One for me get more. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It is it it's not even in well uh I guess Jordan's a partial owner. Okay. That makes sense. But I was about to say I don't think there's one in basketball really. Yeah, j- there are partial owners, of course. Well, you know who's going to we you, we've had this talk. You know who's going to be the first black owner of an NBA team. LeBron. LeBron, the day he retires, he's going to buy the Cavs. 
I don't know if I like that. Just saying. I do not know if, if I like Would that. Would you rather yeah. him buy another team? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think let's separate the two. I think LeBron's too hands-on. I don't think he'll let the boat row, you know, just let it cruise. I think he'll try to take over and Oh replace. no, he'll be an owner coach. Right, and I don't I don't he'll be a general manager. While I while I I while I love his game, I have always criticized his decision making. He's gonna buy the Cavs and bring Bronny to Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against Bronny coming to Cleveland. Bronny's not gonna be his dad out the gate. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I definitely wouldn't mind him coming there and you know. Playing, learning the game. Is it true that Bronny was on that did an interview where he said he'd rather play against his dad than play on the same team? I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up. I had seen that at one. I point. wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it, but I, it, I, it didn't come across my radar recently. I know it's in a commercial. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, LeBron. It was LeBron who actually posted it, but it was, and I can't even remember what the commercial was for. But there was basically these father son combos, and he talking about that. kids talking shit, and <laughs> it's like like saying you want to play against me rather than with me. <laughs> yeah, he don't want to do that. Yeah, that's that's all promo, like you said. Yeah, because that's not something he wants to do. On the reverse side of that, I would love to be LeBron in that situation. <laughs> Beat down your kid. Oh my gosh. I would be calling ISOs and switches all day. Pick him. Pick him. Scream. Bring him over here. Mm, And I'm banging on him. And I might step over him and look into the camera like this. It's all good unless he beats you. All good unless he beats you. Right, right. But. You know he ain't got it in him. Well, let's find if he go to the Cavs and LeBron's still in L.A., he might got a chance to beat him. But that won't be because he's spending uh, all the time on the floor. <laughs> so LeBron will be all right. Um, What other foolish combinations? I also like when I uh when you said that too, I was putting like other combinations together. Okay. Like uh like pineapple and pizza. That's like I know that's sweet. a that's a that's a topic that gets everybody like in a frenzy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's why it's number it's the first question in the dating questionnaire. <laughs> Is it pineapple and pizza? Yeah, that's a topic that gets everybody in a frenzy, but I don't think that it's bad, right? Like, I don't think that... That's always my response. Like, personally, I think the debate's overblown. I don't mind it, but I don't want it on every pizza. Well, I'm (laughs) not going to order it, right? Like, I'm not going to... But if it's out there, I'm probably not going to say no to it. Right, but yeah. (laughs) Somebody else bought the pizza and it's hot and ready, (laughs) so to speak. Hot and ready, I'm gonna take a 
Listen, I want pineapple from Little Caesars, though. (laughs) No, I'm fine with with Little Caesars pizza itself. You may not know. You may. I don't know. It would be. It would be. The thing is, Little Caesar would be canned pineapple. They just sprinkle it on. You never know (laughs) the way they sending them motherfuckers (laughs) out the door. They could have that Whole Foods pineapple, and your chunks be so big they don't go through the oven right. That's my fear. <laughs> you know, they sending them out so fast, they could just be cutting and peeling pineapples in real time. Dropping fresh pineapple on it. They didn't bake that pizza with the pineapple. They just threw the pineapple on top. But, but, uh, Assembly line. You can't sleep on Little Caesars. They the new, uh, the new pizza the NFL for a reason. And they've been better than Domino's. I don't care what nobody say. I'll take a little Caesar's pizza over a Domino's pizza. I don't know that I've had Domino's any in day. 15 years, 10 years. Yeah, the only Domino's pizza that I ever really liked was the cracker thin crust with the uh the white sauce okay. and uh pepperoni and spinach. Ooh. Yeah, that joint went hard. But well, now, I do like you know, the white it'll probably be spinach, chicken and kinda, yeah. chicken and spinach since I don't, I stay away from pork. What other what other combinations like that then? Um, I wrote down bacon and brown sugar. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird the way that the flavors go together. Savory you know how sweet, they, man. Savory sweet. Yeah, something about bacon and brown sugar that the the flavors just go together. I wrote um, strawberry and skin and cinnamon and skin. And that's not no Jeffrey Dahmer situation. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's more so when you think of like all the edible lubes, they're always those two flavors. Something about strawberry and skin or cinnamon and skin that must really be getting the um what's the cards going? Oh, I got this. I got a variety pack. It's got caramel, strawberry. I knew your shit had a whole maple syrup cabinet up there in your room. I just knew it. I just knew it. That motherfucker that said I'm finna sign these papers when they come and let my motherfucker. I got loops and, and condoms me. in one and toys in the other. Let's go. And lead me to my lube cabinet upstairs behind my dresser. And restraints in the third drawer. Listen, live your life, dude. That nigga 50 shades of uh I don't know if he's gray, but you it's know. It's getting there. It's getting there. I saw <laughs> it the other day. It's right that coming through here. That nigga 50 shades of ginger. <laughs> just call me a ginger. I don't know about that. Oh, your beard is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And it drives me nuts sometimes. Oh, shit. That nigga looked like he was watching Mel Gibson's back. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh shit! Wait. What else did I, I forgot have? about the rocks? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Listen, it's the reason that you're good at that accent like that. The fuck? This nigga look like a Lord of the Rings background actor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why in my axe? Just that, that big motherfucker that come out of nowhere in the background in the fight scene. And they'd be like, who's he? He's not listed in the credits. It just say warrior number three. three. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I got a weird one. How about uh, sex and baby oil? And I said that's a weird combination fan. because like that's a that's a children's product that that can't be replicated in the bedroom. No, and it's a very unique scent. It is a very unique scent. But I'm saying though, you can't there's nothing else you can use you to can get use, you can use other massage oils just fine. <laughs> Now, most of those smell of, like, chamomile and lavender, but... <laughs> What's the difference between lavender and baby oil? <laughs> it's different scent, man. It's definitely I mean, I get scent. it, but there's lavender baby oil, baby oil. And la- listen, unless you got that one oil, that unscented uh, shit... Because no, I don't need the smell, gotta, I just need to... Treat, treat all the I senses, the- man. You enjoy, said what? You gotta enjoy all the senses during sex. <laughs> but I don't want an artificial smell. It's almost like, and this is a bad analogy, don't get me wrong. It's awful. And motherfuckers <laughs> might spit out they wine when I say it. But it's like a scented trash bag. I don't want to I don't want a scent to mask the person I'm with. You feel what I'm that. saying? I get that. So whether it be a baby oil smell, a lavender smell, a chamomile smell. Well, once you're down here, you can't smell anything else anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you be ignorant. (laughs) ignorant, There's a reason why they come back. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like baby oil is the easiest to get a hold of. That's true. You go anywhere, Walmart, Kroger, CVS, anywhere. The corner store. You hear what I'm saying? And you're gonna find baby oil. You're not wrong there. And over my lifetime, I've used baby oil more in sex than I ever have on my child. You know what I mean? Like I'm with you there. I don't think we ever used it. Yeah, like baby oil on my child. Nah, like it's not that deep. Like baby lotion maybe. Yeah. I don't know about baby oil. I think that was all just a that was a ruse. They they put that on there, but they knew what No, was they really did it. They on. they put it there to make it seem like it wasn't a sex product. Right. <laughs> so they, they, they could sell it in grocery stores. Johnson and Johnson should be ashamed <laughs> of themselves. Man. Listen. Um I got a smoke and coffee. I mean And it's really whatever you prefer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people like cigarettes. I like the black and mild in the coffee back when I smoked them. Yeah. Black and mild in the Diet Pepsi in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I thought that to. was my coffee. Black and mild in the coffee on the way to work. Now, I'm not saying that that's ever been a good. I'm not going to say that. I've had enjoyable drives on the way to work. Yeah, because you're not at work yet. 
<laughs> Najee, anything <clears throat> other than prior to work is not a good time for me. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. I'm not the kind of person that can wake up an hour before work and get a good workout in or or or, or watch a good TV show or movie and be like, time well spent before work. Yeah. Because no, I'm still you thinking, that. like, you got to be at work here in a second. Yeah. I'm with you. It's not enjoyable. It's almost torture. You want to minimize that time between getting up and Right. Getting to work. As much as I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what's crazy about it. Because even when I worked second shift, where it was like 12 to 8.30, that just meant I had to stay up later and sleep longer. Yeah. But I'm not trying to start my day how I do now at 7 a.m. or whatever the case may be and be rocking until 1230 when I got to go to work. That just doesn't make sense to me. No, I get that. Unless I'm doing something else that's, you know, worth something like right. bringing in extra funds or because I can always start the clock before I hit punch in at work. Yeah. But it's not, there's there's no down, there should be no downtime really ahead of me going to work because I need to already be in that mind that yeah. mind frame. No, I get that. Same reason I used to take a nap before games. <laughs> when I woke up, it was a different mode. It was a different mind. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I didn't nap before games. I just listened to music and tried to yank my own chain like I was, you know what I'm saying? Like a like a dog on the chain. I used to try to just <laughs> rile myself up a bit. See, I was always super, like, very rarely did I get antsy before a game. Like, it was always that. And what killed me, college, like, our warm-up was harder than the game. <laughs> mm. I get that sweat going, and I'd be <laughs> tired afterwards. And be like, man, but then that first contact against someone else and switch mm -hmm. flips, right? Now, it's, now you just clocked in, right? You sent me that video of those two hammer throwers. They were decent. They were good. Yeah, nah, but that girl, that young lady, she's quick. She, she was the one foot. that that I was impressed by. I was like, God damn! It, it was even the fact that. The first dude, like, shanked his throw a bit. He did, and he was out of phase with the ball. And what that means is he got to hear where the ball was behind him, and so he yanked it. That's why you see him yank it. Uh, where you want to okay. be in phase with it pretty much the right. whole way. Like, you want to be here with it the whole time. Right, right, right. Right. That makes sense, huh? Because hers was right down the middle. Oh, yeah. Hers is right down the middle, and it was high. I it thought it was. Like, I thought it was great that you sent me a hammer throw. I was like, "Ooh, I was not expecting yeah, this." <laughs> that shit was impressive. Much more impressive than when I was doing it. I was slow through the circle comparatively. Really? Uh, I mean, for my size, I'm not. I wasn't bad. Like I always had quick feet, but. You could tell even that dude, and even though it was in slow mo, like his speed through the circle was pretty good. Hers was phenomenal. Right. He was in the rain or something, wasn't uh -huh, he? He was. It was wet where he was at. I was like, that don't even look safe. <laughs> it's not. Let me tell you. 
Yeah, his was concerning. Hers was just nice. That shit was nice. I like that. When I was in That's the rain, like, let me say him that. When I was in the rain with Hammer, inevitably at least two of my throws, I was clipping the fucking ground with it. And what was really? cool with the hammer is when that hammer hits concrete, it sparks. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Ooh, I would like to see that. Like to see that. I want to say then, the Western PA Championships. I sparked it a couple of times. True. Because that means were your throws all right? Cold. They were all right, and I think I I took second or whatever, and that was a meet where we had Division One schools <laughs> with us. Mm, okay. Listen. Throw that hammer, dude. That was my event, man. By the end of it, with track, my last two seasons, hammer was my primary event. I placed in our league meet in all three events at different points. Like it was weird. My freshman year, I placed in the shot indoor. Right. My sophomore year, I placed in the discus. My junior year, my junior you placed in the long jump, my junior and senior year, I won the hammer. And I think I placed in the shot again. Shot was like the most infuriating thing ever. So in college, they do it in meters and centimeters. I hit thirteen nine nine twice, so thirteen meters ninety nine centimeters right. twice in my career, and never broke fourteen meters. <laughs> and that is a spot. That is the spot difference in who's marking the who's marking the throw. <laughs> <laughs> right? Huh? Fucking nah, centimeter, maybe dude. Yeah, maybe that's your level. I mean, what was crazy is that I hit thirteen nine nine as a freshman in college. Which is, I think it's equivalent to 46.6 in terms of feet and inches. Right. Which was my PR from high school. The difference between high school and college, though, is four pounds. You go from throwing a 12 pound shot to throwing a 16 pound shot. Right. But yeah, I never, never passed 14 meters in the shot. And now that's been, I mean, I think the record at CMU, I, I finally got knocked off the leaderboard, I think, last year or the year before in the hammer. Really? Yeah, I spent a good 15 years in, like, the top two. <laughs> Go back and get your master's. <laughs> I, don't have any elig- <laughs> I don't have any eligibility left, or else I'd think about it. <laughs> but going back to your point earlier, two-sport athlete, I never got to dedicate the time that some of these kids have gotten to, or that right. get to dedicate to it, because that's their only sport. That's but what did it matter, though? No. Motherfuckers like that, like that dude shot, discus, hammer throw, they don't get paid like that. No. Even if you make the Olympics, you better hope you is marketable. You get endorsements. Because <laughs> right. you and still guess what? don't get paid most, like that. Most throwers aren't. <laughs> Listen, that's what I'm saying. You still ain't gonna get paid. So it's like I'm I'm I'd rather go all out in a sport where I could compete with the best for the best money yeah, than ever be the best at something I can't get paid for. Right. Well, no doubt. If you have the option to be good at something where you can get paid <laughs> for it or not. Listen, yes. legacy don't feed your kids. No, but it was cool being able to take a reg there when he was two or three and show him like, yeah, this is right. up on the wall. <laughs> right. Right. Now that, yeah, that's something. You might need to do that older now that he knows. Yeah. 
Got to let these kids know you got champion in your blood. Use it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, circling back to the CMU thing. That was actually one of the cool things is that that longest active win streak is actually between the coach that was there for 45 years that I played for mm -hmm. and the new coach who's in his first year. Which I think that's just a really cool like legacy like moment. Passing a hand. Yeah. Passing a, yeah. Passing a uh huh. And that's that to me is awesome. And like if they because I mean, let's face it, the team that's there right now was not the team that this new coach recruited. That's Lackner's team. Lackner may not be the head coach anymore, but he's right. the one that brought those kids there. Right. And so to me, like to your point, like, yeah, that's a I don't know that you see a passing of the torch like that in sports. Right. Like right, rarely right. does but a coach come in his first year and like do something like that. I, I'm not trying to take nothing away from that, but what do you expect from artificial intelligence? <laughs> That's true. You just talk about Moore's law, right? So <laughs> the processing speed is doubled this year. <laughs> right. The fuck we do that in the first year now. We compute. We compute. The fuck? Oh, but back to my list, I guess. All right. Um, what else you got? I got mint and tea. Okay. It's something about a good sweet tea with, with some mint in there, man. It, it That just... <coughs> bless you. Thank you. That, um... I don't know. It gets me. See, I also got... Guy. um Ass and white girls. That's true. I'm a big fan. <laughs> man, it's something, and I, that, I'm that for all of you know, mine. I'm not saying that you know, y'all ain't the OGs at that or nothing like that. I'm just saying when a white girl turns around and has a, in the words of my London brethren, a nice bunda. <laughs> when you see that, that. It's it's almost like oh shit like you know what I'm saying Damn. like yeah, right you never you didn't even you weren't expecting it so it's 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 like seeing a unicorn it's not like seeing a unicorn because let's be honest since Doctor Miami and all them then came around <laughs> we don't know who was homegrown oh, and who didn't you know but I do love a white girl with ass I agree man it's something about it I don't know something about the combo. <laughs> no arguments here. <laughs> um, only other one I got. You guys, shout out to my guys, Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney. Ebony and Ivory seems to go well. That's true. That's true. We just need to get the, you know, just bring it in, Cliff. Bring it in. You know, get into that. <laughs> if I could lift my arm and <laughs> listen. Amen. We just need listen. Let's let the world figure that out. Great things the motherfuckers uh mixed together. Who's beating the piano? Who's beating the piano? I don't know. Nobody. <laughs> what about Othello? Isn't that that game with the black and white chips? That's true. It is. It is. Listen, the fuck. I, I, Come on now. 
Let motherfuckers be great is all I'm saying. I don't even know if I remember that I, that I like that game or not. I just remember it. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. It's been a long time. I don't remember. Speaking of games, I don't know if you saw this one on social media when I posted it, but I've created a monster. Kid is good at trivia. No, he's not. Yes. So, in fairness, this game is called Outsmarted. It's app-based. It's a trivia game. And it does have, like, different levels for, like, there's an adult, a teen, and, like, junior. I think it's the the lowest category. We've played this game five times. I think I've only won one game. Really? But that's also, you're not in the juniors anymore. No, I understand. I'm playing the adult questions. He's playing the junior questions, but still. Oh, like, okay. So that's different. Then then I don't know if you have an excuse. No, I don't. So it's interesting, yeah. like, because he's really good at, like, the soundtrack, like, the songs and soundtracks one, which I was a little surprised by. I knew he'd be good at, like, movies and TV. The back-to-school one, like, there's a back-to-school category that he does well in. The other one he does well in is, like, the pub trivia, which is just, like, miscellaneous shit. Right. The only thing he he gets stumped on is, like, current events. (laughs) Right. It gives a fuck. (laughs) But, yeah, man. Created a monster. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Nah, it's all right. That's what you're supposed to do. I no, mean, you ain't never been no slouch when it came to using your head. No doubt. So I doubt, well, yeah, where, I doubt that your child would be. And that's where, like, I don't know. I was glad. Just, that was another one of those, like, okay, this is kind of cool, actually. Right, Kind of right. feelings. Like, I wasn't sure that, one, like, that he'd get into it at all. And he got a little frustrated at first, and then he started hitting them and hitting them and hitting them. And now he has to play, like, every other day. And I'm like, all right, well. You're learning something, if nothing else. So right. let's do it. Right. That's Sneaky education. <laughs> That's what's up. It's a, it's a trip seeing the uh, little bastards grow. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. It is a trip, man. Karma is, karma is like, you know, she's becoming a preteen. Well, she is a preteen. So, like, you see her personality changing. Yeah. And, I mean, I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I know as girls get older, they get more quiet and reserved. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I know you probably doing shit you probably shouldn't be doing, doing. sneaking out, (laughs) you know. But that's all a part of growth and learning, understanding. Do your thing. Just don't make crazy decisions. That's all I got to say. Right. Live your life, though. (laughs) You don't live it without making mistakes. That's true. I'm not that kind of dad that's going to be on you every time you fuck up. It's the level of fuck up, what's going on. Yeah. And the ability to be open enough. Don't be all quiet and shy with me and then be all out wild and crazy with your friends. friends, Because now when something happens, I'm looking at you like you fucking sneak. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But if you demonstrate that personality to me, then I can only imagine what happens with your friends. That's cool, though, because I know that that's in your that's wheelhouse. That's what, what you are. It yeah. makes sense. 
And you're not just showing out for friends. Like that's who you are. Right. Yeah. Right. But I need to, I need to figure it out with you. We yep. both got to figure you out together. Now see, meanwhile, I'm like, no, mine is fucking wilding out all the time. <laughs> Some of the shit that he says to me, I'm like, well, he's at the age where he's still supposed to. <laughs> that's true. If he continues doing that at 12, 13, now it's like my nigga. <laughs> We're going to need you to chill the fuck out. You know? <laughs> Like, calm down before they start thinking there's something wrong with you. Uh, I got to pay for extra classes and bullshit. <laughs> calm that down real quick. Uh, it is. Little Mama's got a birthday coming up, doesn't she? Yeah, goodness gracious. Got to get out on that. Shit, I got to figure it out, man. I ain't going to lie. I'm probably just going to toss her some cash. I got so much going on between this leave I was on, digging myself back out of this financial hole. Then I got to put my car in the shop. That shit, 1800 I'm like, God damn, I just can't get right. But it's interesting, right? Because I feel like, I like I'm no magician or nothing, but I like making magic happen. And you can't make magic without a bad situation. That's true. Need that so motivating I do, factor. I do get excited to overcome, right? But, but it's damn. like when you when you're <laughs> going through it, I can understand how people get caught up in their depression and anxiety and you know yeah. all that, but that's just just shit. No, I'm with you, and I think you and I are a lot alike in that regard. Like it's the whole whole summer that I dealt with the work shit. Like it was good stress. I thrive in that kind of environment where right. my back's against the wall. Right now I'm a little fat and happy. <laughs> Listen, I would like to get fat and happy. Just for an extent, right? I don't want to stay that way. No, but you you need people need the ability to recharge. Right, right. Just a break from the everyday at it type yeah. feel, you know? I get that. And don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm at it every day, but every day matters. You know what I mean? If I miss a day, I'm behind on something. Yeah. And that's where you don't have the wiggle room to, you know, be comfortable, to yeah. truly be comfortable. No, I got you. But I find comfort in discomfort, so... There you go. You know? Perspective is key. That's true. And a combination surrounded back of of a healthy mental. You know what I mean? You got to understand your own specific mental health. You do. Whether it be flags that get you angry... Because I don't equate, like we talk about, I don't equate the mental health to the same way other people do. But what I do notice is my fuse gets shorter when I'm in a flare-up of mental health. Yep. I'm with you there. I will... <laughs> I had two moments this week where one of my direct reports... Instant messaged me on our uh, chat and was like, Reggie, use your inside voice. 
I literally uttered the phrase, I uttered two phrases this week. That I wasn't proud of it, but the two people who I said it to got the message and everybody else around them was like, <laughs> covering their mouths. I said, yeah. Don't be ignorant in there, I, man. I, I just said, yes, that's correct. That's how prioritization works. If you move this thing above this thing, there's a chance this thing doesn't get done or at least doesn't get done on the time frame that you want. That's how it works. And that seems like an obvious statement. But, but I, there I were people on the call that were superior. not. <laughs> I did. Right. Well, not a but superior. Sometimes superior. Somebody, outside, to... somebody right. outside of my reporting chain. But like, yeah. And <laughs> my my direct report was basically chatted me. And she's like, I can't believe you just said that to that group of people. <laughs> and I'm like, they needed to hear it because I was right. done having the conversation. I mean, it's not, and it is, that's the thing about it is it's not dickhead shit if we're all in this together. Right. Right. If you truly care about your job, your position, and the, the, the stuff that you do, this matters to you as well. So it's Absolutely. not dickhead shit when I'm explaining to you that putting something off could prevent it from being completed from getting done absolutely because you should have learned that <laughs> in the problem solving they prepared you for, for in school <laughs> right the fuck time the fuck management is going on time management's one of those first things you're supposed to learn in school and you want to give these motherfuckers vr headsets <laughs> man niggas is dying b i'm telling you <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm not dumb. But I, I'm joking, <laughs> but I'm not playing. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, question. This one popped into my head the other day. Yep. That boxing game ever come out? <laughs> no, but the, it's it's making headway. Okay. Yeah, it's still making headway. I'm dying releasing... for a new game, dude. <laughs> they're releasing footage, and they even came up with a name now. It's it's now being marketed under ES, ESBC. I always wondered why they called it Esports Boxing Club. That's the name of your company. Right. That's not a game name. No. So now it's Esports Boxing Club Presents Undisputed is okay. the name of the game itself. And they have been making headway. I think they've been releasing um, videos like about a release trailers. date. Okay. But I can't remember what they said it would be. It's probably going to be early next year, like February, March of 23. All right. Mm. There's another big one coming out in February. I'm not, I'm not a what? huge fan of the series, but I'm intrigued by this game. What? Hogwarts Legacy. You know what? I'm not gonna lie, right? I was I I was unaware that there had been Harry Potter games. Yeah, me too. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but it does entertain me to a bit. And I was wondering what kind of world they created in that game. And that's where I'm intrigued by it, because what it sounds like is you're basically a new student at Hogwarts. And right. It's an open world. Your choices matter. You create your person. Right. Yep. Role playing game. Yeah, I can't say that I that one didn't catch my eye as well. So that that is the one that's kind of on the radar right now, because they haven't 
I don't think they've set a release date for Starfield, which is the one I'm waiting for. What's Starfield? Starfield is from Bethesda. So Skyrim, Fallout, it is like a new sci-fi Skyrim. So it's not that one you used to play. No, but it's kind of, it's in the same vein as Mass Effect. Yeah. That's what that's what that was what it was. Yeah, I actually went back and was playing Mass Effect a little bit, and I just fell back out of it. I couldn't get back into it. But there's a new I Mass Effect coming out too. The problem you is, is they keep talking about these games, and it's been fucking six, seven years now. I could get into it now. I bet. Oh, I bet you could. Yeah, back then I wasn't having no sci-fi shit. Now I feel like we're coming to a point where sci-fi is becoming actual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Blending the line. <laughs> right. And once once it becomes a reality or we're knocking at the door of the reality, I start getting interested. Well, but I don't like fake shit. That that maybe have to be a, a future topic is and I'll have to because I want to do some research for it, but like where are we in our like Space missions at this point. Like I know we we sent another rover to like Mars topic. and like, but what what are our what are the what what plans have we published around like a colony on the moon? Like that was a thing at one point that we were talking. Yeah, about. I can see myself getting enthralled in that research. And I mean, that's I mean, and tied to that, like, what are the latest advances in like propulsion technology? Because that's that's the big thing holding well, space I travel. I think what back they're trying is... to do is build the what's the name you right? The um the ion uh basically the ion engine. It's the uh I can't remember. I okay, so I I know I'm gonna sound ignorant in my description, but the last video I was watching about it, they were talking about the like harnessing the power of the closest star to you know power the engine. So it was almost like a a ship with a satellite on the back of it, and the satellite would gather all of the energy, basically and the solar, energy. push it to the ship. They almost described it as like a a, a space a sailboat okay like a space pirate ship kind of thing where the satellite would catch the waves of the energy from the stars and push it yeah no that's what i heard they were working on that's interesting because that is something that's popped up in sci-fi before like basically solar sails and you know I've never seen none of that so i ain't talking from i ain't pulling out my ass i've seen it somewhere and they said that that's currently being worked on i just don't know how far we are from. they said that right now they believe that would be the best way to travel travel to different galaxy type shits okay so being the most efficient I- fastest way would be that way so that's what i heard they were working on but you know that goes back to our video game talks. Yeah, yeah. we thought that bitch was going to release in right. February. <laughs> right. We've been waiting years for a lot of good <laughs> titles. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of good titles that we're waiting on, is NCAA still on the, on the target for 23? Right, right? I haven't heard I haven't heard anything about shit. it. 
you are absolutely correct. That's a good question. But I did hear that they are coming out with a new Assassin's Creed game and they're going back to Ubisoft to do it. So it's not okay. supposed to so be like that claim. trigger fight and get, you know, yeah. it's supposed to be how it was before. And I'm nice. interested in that. Nice. I actually, I picked Valhalla back up the other day and that's another one that like I tried to get back into it and I couldn't. Couldn't do it. Yeah. It was free on it might not have been free, but you know how they do like the seventy five percent off, and yeah. I think it was like five forty nine on PlayStation. And I was thinking about getting it, but I just can't get into that style of the game. Like yeah. it's not the same as what it was, which before. is disappointing because like I feel like you were real excited about them going to to Egypt. The, well, uh, the Vikings. Oh yeah, I, yeah, the Vikings too. Egypt was the first one I was excited for, and I played that one, and I was like, this just isn't it. Yeah. And then the Viking one, the only reason why I didn't play it is because I know it's it's built the same way. Yeah, and it's the it's the combat system's janky. I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like I don't like anything about the whoever controls the new Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so I'm excited that they're going back to the old way, and I want to see how they do it. Because I think that the, uh, what was it? They call it Ezio's collection. Yeah, the Ezio collection. Yeah, I think and they're only selling it for, it might have been on sale when I saw it, but it was eleven ninety nine. Probably right now, if it's not on sale, it would be nineteen ninety nine at the most. Those are the best Assassin's Creed games that were ever made. Oh, yeah. By the far. Ezio's collection was by far the best, and it all was together. Like, yeah. everything was chronologically like it was just that it was that's what makes you fall in love with a game franchise oh, yeah. and then to change it like that right after that to what you changed it to it well, wasn't right it's after it's almost but... it's almost like they licensed it at that point you know what i mean like it went from being a holistic story to being like oh we've got a game like this so let's just call it assassin's creed you know what you know why i you might be right, and I think I can prove it, is because Assassin's Creed moved to the pirate combat for a while. Yep. They had the Assassin's Creed Rogue, the Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and yeah, I see, think I there still, was another I did, one. I did still like Black Flag, but yeah. I like Black Flag a little bit for the colors and the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was vibrant. Like It, it was. wasn't like, Rogue was real gray. Yeah, and, and, and just out on the ocean in gray, I got bored with it. Yeah, the one was a little different because you know you could hunt for sharks and all that. Like it was, that was interesting. But to my point is now you see blood and bone. Yep. Yeah. Which is off of that. It's a copy and paste of that game. Damn near. Is that game out? Is blood and bone out? It should be, I believe. Oh, wait. I might be getting that confused with. Yeah, no, it's not out. I'm getting it confused with that. Uh, the jokey one, the Sea of Thieves. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. But they're still copy and paste of each other. Yeah. Now, that Blood and Bone, I could definitely see myself get into because it's supposed to be co op, like to where you could build up your fleet with your squad. I could see that. That could be interesting. Yeah. That could be very, very interesting. Now, I don't know. I don't know if they're getting deep into it to where 
you can go at other squads. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like where they drop you at a point in the map and it's y'all fleet against their fleet, see who survives. Now that's when you you sold me. Because I don't just want to go through a story. Right. I will go through the story, but I want to play against people. Yeah. I want to be able to shit talk and do all that. (laughs) You know? That's where the single story games get me. Like where it's like, well, damn, it's, it's done. Now can I get like a Call of Duty mode or something yeah. like a deathmatch or? Well, and it's there aren't a ton of games that have done that really well. Like had an immersive single player mode and then still had multiplayer. Right, but we need it. It can be done. It can be. Look at Grand Theft Auto. They've been doing that for the same game for more than ten years. Yeah, and Red Dead's the same way. I mean, Rockstar seems to have figured it out. All right. Share the fucking algorithm. Actually, actually the um, Star Wars Battlefront did it, too. The second Was that the one where you, the the short-haired white dude that was the, like, the apprentice Jedi or whatever it was? No, that one, I don't know if, I can't, I don't think Fallen Order had a multiplayer mode. Maybe it did. But the um, Battlefront was the the girl. Uh, you were playing as like oh, this Im- imperial woman who eventually <laughs> changes sides, etc. And that's no, that's that like one. that's like Star Wars deathmatch stuff for the multiplayer. But like that, well, that game is known for the multiplayer. But the single player story on that one was pretty solid. Assassin's Creed had a very beasty multiplayer, if you remember. I do. I do. And the multiplayer was like Call of Duty where it was like a, a, a death match, but you could like stalk your prey. True. You feel what I'm saying? Like they could be going for a kill down low and you could be walking up top along the, the, the roof and jump down. Like it was interesting, even though it was so simple. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to say so simple like for people that haven't played it like to detract you from it because i'm well no i i guarantee the online gameplay isn't there because that was back in before xbox one and them came out that was 360 that was syndicate yeah that was yeah i know i didn't play the syndicate okay it was the one before syndicate then it was um i feel like we get into this debate all the time yeah i can't remember but the one where it they was were in good, London. nonetheless. <laughs> and they just did away with all of it, sold it to whoever, and just let them fuck up the product. That's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers get... You start stepping on a product, and then it becomes something completely different, and you fucked well, it all the way up to the point you gotta give it back. And that's where, like... there are There is one company that's done that well. Obsidian has done that well, where they've picked up, like, the Fallout games or the Dishonored games, and, like done ports off of them or spinoffs off of them but have used the same engine like Obsidian's- you talking uh you talking game of thrones with no uh jerry garcia right. you talking harry potter with no um caitlin J- no i'm just <laughs> i'm just playing. no but you're right and like it's funny because 
you see that in entertainment across the board. Like, we, as a Star Wars fan, like, the Han Solo movie is not a bad movie, but it's not Han Solo, and so people hated it. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you remember? You mean the new one that came out with the young boy that played yep, it? Yep. It and wasn't it, bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It's not. But... It's not that it's bad, but it's not Han. It's not right. It's, not, it's different. It's not Harrison Ford, right? But if you had done that but it can't same, be. but if you had done that same story, and it was a different smuggler, a different bounty hunter, I don't think that movie gets the hate that it got. Okay, I, I I follow what you're saying now. And it's the same thing. Like I see it in games all the time too. Like they'll they'll you. put the title on something, and I'm like, but this isn't that kind of game. Like fuck a game. Mario Mario Two America every day. That's the name of the. That's the outline. But it starts all the way back in like the 90s. Super Mario Brothers Two. That is not a Mario game. Super Mario Brothers 2. It was some game called Doki Doki Panic in Japan. And they reskinned it in the US, put Mario on top of it, and said, This is Super Mario Brothers 2. So, I don't even think I remember Super Super Mario's 2. It was the I one where like one, you had to pull and I remember up three. You had to like pull up turnips out of the ground and you could throw them. And there were these birds that shot eggs and like it was I might dumb. remember that. <laughs> And what you find out at the end of the game is it was all a dream. <laughs> it was okay, all a dream. Okay, I might remember that. Yeah, I remember three. I remember three is three is the is one of if not the best video game of all time. Yeah, right, right. That's the yellow one where he has the raccoon tail on yep. the cover. Yeah, right. That is one of my favorites. Wait, is the second one the one where you can play through the game with different characters? Yep. Okay, I remember that now. Yep. You can pick uh Mr. the little toad or or, or whatever the princess the, yeah. or Luigi or Mario. Yep. yep. Yep, yep, yep. I do remember that. We used to play that at grandma's house. I remember that game. <laughs> I remember that. You know the only one that are the only games that seem to do it right are fighting games. Fighting games will take the engine from something and completely just branded as like the Power Rangers fighting game or the Ninja Turtles well, fighting game or like it's easier. It's true. It's easier because it's a it's it's not even a it's not even a world, right? Like it's true. just a it's just pasted the background. Yep. Like you have less gigs to reformat. You true. know what I mean? Like all I gotta do is change the background to our background, make some trees blow. And yep. update the fighters, and we're good to go. So it's easier. But when you dealing with like open world to 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 kind of defend the new Assassin's Creed people, you're thinking you got it right. You're trying to innovate. Yeah. But your innovations are off. Yeah. But at the same time, it's interesting, right? Because it seems like from currently the Assassin's Creed community. And I'm no expert like I used to be. But from what I understand is it's split down the middle. Yeah, in terms of... Where certain people like the new version of the Assassin's Creed and certain people want the old version. Well, and that's where, like, do your fans a favor then. Call this Assassin's Creed the X series and call this Assassin's Creed the Y series. Like, 
And you could get That's away genius. with it and keep the and keep the the AI. IP. You could keep the IP, the intellectual property, in the mainstream at all times, but you're satisfying both audiences. Right, right. And probably making twice as much money. Yeah, your processing speed's been doubling, G. <laughs> that AI brain of yours is kicking, man. Carnegie Mellon, home of the robots. Congratulations on the nine and zero. Let's go for ten. Beat the beat the Spartans this weekend. But if y'all beat a inner city team, <laughs> coach, have them robots oil tested. I'm telling you. <laughs> Because they going to piss test y'all boys if y'all with it. Have them oil tested. Make sure they on that WD30. Uh, all right, man. What else you got? This has been a good nothing. conversation. I think we got a good I got one. nothing left. All right. You got anything to close us out? Love everybody. Uh... Robots. <laughs> depends on. It depends on how you feel. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. That's what they used to say about black folks. <laughs> Love everybody. <laughs> and I'm sure that motherfucker's gonna be working for free for a while as well. So, <laughs> like, subscribe, share. Tell them friends to tell them friends. Tell them enemies. Tell them to troll. We out. That's, nah, all, we, that's, that's all we got. Peace out, fools. <laughs>